drum roll. I don't even know if the microphones picked it up, but you were, she was beating the table in front of her. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, it was like a drum roll, but it it was the cadence one. <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> so if it didn't pick it up, that's good. Okay, welcome to Dream Stories, Lisa. Glad to have I you welcome, with us today. Um, I welcome you too. <laughs> All right. See, we also have to be silly I mean, at the beginning. Could we ever? Could we? Could we let's start again? One, two, three, go. Welcome to Dream Stories. Thank you. Was that much better? I don't know. <laughs> Are we going from the original one, three, two, one, or from the second I don't know. one? It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. Good. People well, are just going to turn us off soon. <laughs> Who are these goofy people? They do the same thing every single week. Thing. Yes, it's true. No, it's true. <sighs> okay. So let's talk about dreams or metaphors. Metaphors. We can talk about or metaphors. Symbols. We can talk about metaphors and symbols that show up in dreams or other things, other ways. Because mm-hmm. we've been sort of like on a series. We talked about um, images are p- in nature. We talked about parts of the head. Actually, I said parts of the body, but we never mm-hmm. got below the neck. Right. So uh, we could talk about um, rooms in a house and furniture and stuff like that. Because some of these things we've been talking about are kind of things that show up a lot in dreams, different kinds of symbols that show up a lot in dreams. And while I don't, you know, if you're joining us early, you know, early on, if you're joining us for the first time, you weren't with us early on, then you may not have heard us say lately that we don't think you can just assign set meetings to symbols and that's it. You have to listen for the voice of your creator to to give you an understanding of what those symbols mean. Yeah. And it changes in in relationship to the context that it's found in. You know, I used to think you, I, I would say, you know, everybody kind of had their own dream dictionary. The, the more I mature in my understanding of metaphors and things like that and what um, your dreams can mean by symbols and things, the more I understand there's a generalness to it generalities but you, sh- well, there, you there, need to shy away from saying anytime i see this in my dream i know it it represents right. my mother anytime common, i see this yeah, yeah they're common meanings mm-hmm. yeah but those are going to change based on circumstances too right so so if we talk about a house for example a lot of times in fact i don't know a great majority of the time houses as opposed to just buildings in general, mm-hmm. have a lot to do with our life mm-hmm. or our workplace, yeah. our family. Mm-hmm. Uh, because all those things, when I say our workplace, our work, um, life and family takes place in the house. But we work to provide for a place to live. So mm-hmm. those are connected in that way. And we do see those things very common speaking into what right. the dream is about when it's about your home. Right. Particularly when it's about your home or a place you're living in the dream, even if it's not your own, because that's an interesting thing that pops up in dreams. Oh, my goodness, sometimes. yeah. I mean, just weird stuff. Like, Joshua was telling me about one of his friends, and his friend dreams, and there's a world that he, you know, he has it's his dream world. And whenever a dream starts, he's in that dream world. For me, I, I mean, I understand it's a, I don't know, I just dream. and yeah. I just. But what I was going <coughs> to tell you was, I'm having a recurring place now, which I've not always had. Wow. 
See, my barber's wife, my barber's wife. Did I get that? I think you said that right. Yeah. She has this whole dream world. All of her dreams take place in the same world. It's like this whole community, this whole. Well, this is similar. Uh, It seems like it's like in New York or somewhere, Mm -hmm. and I can, I could draw the grid for you. I mean, I know it. I mean, and I, and I keep having a, I don't have it constantly, Mm. but once in a while that dream scene pops up and I'm in that place, you know. That's crazy. It is. There's a high rise. I can say that for you, but I wouldn't say that for Josh's friend or my barber's wife. They're, they're, they're normal. You're crazy. I know. I do, I do yeah. have some. It's just not normal for me. Everything's always different for me. I don't have the same things show up in my dreams. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if I can ever remember a dream with two different dreams with the same same scenes or same I, setting. I, I'm not saying it happens all the time, but uh, I just had never paid attention to it until Joshua said that, and I thought, well, I've never had that happen. And then uh, I've had yes, about four have. or five. Oh, since he said it? Yes, when he said that about his friend a couple of years ago, I've had this dream place probably eight, six or eight times. Wow, cool. So, you know, I mean, it's not all the time, but it's been been more in the last, I'd say, year. Like, that's when I would say the eight times have probably occurred, whereas... You know, he told me two years ago, and I just thought, oh, I, that's weird. I've never even heard of that. I mean, that's cool. <clears throat> well, so are you like always in the same um, building or the same house no. in the dream? It's the same it, community it, or the it, same. It's usually outside, but there are certain things that have taken place. You know, like there's this really big building up one street. And <laughs> it's a high rise building. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in that high rise building, there being this major thing taking place inside one of the office rooms there. Mm. But then down the street, it's very much like like where we just ate in Boston, that Hanover Street. Yeah. It's similar to that, only you feel like you have a heightened sense of it being like New York City, very busy, bustling. Mm. I don't I don't see the same people, but it's almost like <clears throat> it's just a, like a grid that I, uh, things take place. I love it's it. Weird. Yeah. It's cool. Well, since you mentioned it, high rise. There's mm-hmm. a difference between types of buildings. Yeah. In in dreams, high rises tend to be um, further reaching or higher purposes, mm-hmm. or they're often more frequently associated with work because mm-hmm. a lot of offices will be in high-rise buildings type thing you could be have residential in there too Mm -hmm. but uh so a lot of times it's about the the floor you're on Mm -hmm. what floor in the high-rise are you on so if i'm on the third floor it may be that god you know the number three relating to god that god is wanting to do something Mm -hmm. or if i'm on the um uh 30th floor it might be the beginning of purpose or the beginning of destiny in some way. Mm-hmm. Because as a Christian, that's when that's the age at which Jesus started his ministry was 30. Mm-hmm. And so we think about that as the beginning of ministry or the beginning of purpose or the beginning of destiny in some way. Mm-hmm. So if I'm on the 30th floor, it might be about something that's about to begin or something that's about to start in my purpose, in my life, in my ministry, in my workplace, mm-hmm. things like that. So you've got more floors in a in a high rise than you do typically yeah. in a house. I mean, you can take the, these metaphors dealing with buildings and then things within buildings. If you're talking about an office right. building, 
you have elevators in there. If you get on an elevator, are you going to the first floor? Or are you going to the basement? Those have are meanings. The, are you going? Roof, I've, yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I've heard some people give dreams where they went straight through the roof and shot up into the sky. Yeah, just totally went out outside of the building. You know, it's, and then there's know, been exploding forth yes. or moving in things of the spirit in mm-hmm. a new way or visiting your past. And Revisiting your past, yes. going into the basement, things but where things are stored and put Some away. Some people no. think going down is bad. I, I know there's a lot of people who immediately when you say, I was going down to the basement. Oh, and they go, oh, that's not good. And I don't think that's true. I think it's not the necessarily again. right. It, it, you may be going down to foundational things, you know, and dealing yes. with things of the foundation. You know, what are yes. you doing down there? Well, and think about this. What if you move from uh, 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 your elevator ride takes you from floor 13? Uh, are from floor six up to 13 and then back down to five. Mm-hmm. Well, if we look at those numbers, you're dealing with six being a number of man, man's way of handling things. 13 is a number that's most often associated with rebellion. Mm-hmm. You're going up from, I'm moving from man's way of handling things into a place of rebellion. That's not a positive, but yet you're moving up. Right. But if I go back down to five, that's a number for grace. Yep. So that means, oh, I've got the grace to get through this or pass it. It's still going down to positive. Yeah. So that's the thing we talk about a lot, too. You can't just always say a symbol is always positive or a symbol is always negative. And, they, and you have to look at what's happening. Why wouldn't the elevator go up? What are the elements that are happening there? Is something wrong? You know, right. and so you can't just look at, uh, you kind of are looking at what is the dilemma or is there a dilemma, you know, and, yeah. and you kind of think, okay, I need to think about that and not get worried about fluff and stuff, you know. Yeah, that yeah. can distract and, you. And and, and and think about this, too. What type of building you're in can affect whether you go up or down and all those kind of things. So if I'm in a high-rise office building, that's one thing. If I'm in a high-rise apartment complex, that's something different. Yeah. One of them is going to speak a lot to work and function mm-hmm. and purpose. The other one's going to speak a lot more to my life and my family and things like that. But what if I'm in uh, a house, that home, but what about a smaller building like I'm in a fire station? Yeah. I Does, was just thinking you know, a fire station. Cool. I wasn't thinking a fire station. I was thinking fire alarm. Okay, well. If you're in a building, a fire alarm goes off. Yep. Everybody would think, oh, that's bad. But it could be that things are about to catch on fire. Fire can be a positive. Things are igniting. You're yeah. gonna th- it's going to burn up things that are of no value, wood, right. hay, and stubble, and leave nothing but refined jewels uh, and precious metals. Yeah. That's positive. A fire alarm goes off for a fire like that, that's a great thing. That's right. Same thing with a fire station. If I'm in the fire station and the bell goes off, you have to respond. Mm-hmm. Are they going out to start a fire? Are they going out to put a fire out? Are they putting out a bad fire? Are they putting out mm-hmm. a fire that's refining things? That's right. You don't want to put out the fire that's refining. Right. You want to put out the fire that's destroying. And so, he, and he, okay. Okay. <laughs> We've got the elevator. What yep. about if you have stairs? You can't take the elevator, so you have to take the stairs. I know what it means, but yeah. you can elaborate. No, I mean, I think it's great. It's, you, you, an elevator's an easier ride. Mm-hmm. It's going to be easier to move to where you're going to. Right. Stairs are going to require a lot more of your own effort. They are, uh, there are a lot but of other they things, keep you in shape and they keep you on your toes. A lot of other right? things involved. What if you are out of breath after mm-hmm. you've gone up two flights of stairs. That may be saying to you, you're not prepared for the yeah. journey that you're about to, exactly. to embark on. Exactly. You know, you've got to get in shape or get prepared. Or what if you climb a hundred flights climb? What if you climb a hundred flights of stairs and never even lose your breath? 
that's a different story. That too, means you're so. prepared to do, yep. even though it may take harder, yep. more effort, more human effort, you know, more physical effort. You're ready. Well, here I've got one for you. What happens if you're in a house, mm-hmm. and instead of it being the house you live in now, it's your grandmother's house. And that's where you live now. Okay, I would say, depending on the context of the dream, it's like um, dealing with past things or generational things. Yeah, it could be generational blessing. Could be a generational curse, right? Something that comes from it. Could be an inheritance you're you're receiving. What about old furniture in the house? Like antiques could have a lot of value, Mm -hmm. or they can just be old and rickety and and fall apart and when you sit, out in a, sit in them. Yeah. yeah. So what let's the types of furniture, mm-hmm. you know, so not whether it's old or it's new has one impact, mm-hmm. but what kind of furniture is it? What's the difference between a bed and a sofa? A uh, sofa is just for resting and a bed is for intimacy. Yeah. Now, it you could have be other, restful too. It could be restful too, but uh, mm-hmm. and I guess, you know, that that you could look at a chair, a sofa, uh, a bed, um uh, uh a love seat, all of those things could be places of rest. But it could be a couch potato. You could. You sure could. Potato. And you could take a, a love seat, could be a place of intimacy, mm-hmm. a place yeah. to, to find love and relationship, yes. playing off the words in the name of the, the, mm-hmm. the item of furniture instead right. of the seat itself. Right. So, yeah. Uh, and then the different parts of a building. We talked about office buildings, having offices in them, speaking about work, but how about your kitchen? Versus your garage. Mm. Uh, kitchen would be preparation for something, uh, or, or actually the skill set or the ability to get pre- um, preparation, uh, things ready to give out to others, to bring nourishment to others, which would speak of growth, I would think. Yeah, and, and spirit preparing spiritual food, preparing mm-hmm. natural food, preparing yeah. uh, support. Yeah. For others, mm-hmm. your garage is typically going to be a place you store your car. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a place of rest for your ministry or purpose. Mm-hmm. You could be in your garage and having to do it. Yeah, way, it's too. protection for it, but oftentimes it'll be you know be something related to where the vehicle goes. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have well, something to do with people, ministry or purpose. But if it's like I was going to say, <laughs> I was just about to say, if it's like our garage right now, we've got a whole bunch of stuff stored yeah, in there, we have, so we, we don't did have squeak one car in there. Well, that's true. It was going to rain, and the Jeep, Josh, uh, Caleb's yeah. Jeep that yeah. Noah was driving had no um, top on it, so it had to get squeezed. Had to in get there. squeezed in, but there was room to do it. Right. That speaks of. Things and clutter that's been building up is being dealt with in such a way that it's opening doors up mm-hmm. for uh, restfulness mm-hmm. in purpose and destiny. Thank you. Yeah. So <laughs> that's not even so much of a metaphor from a dream as it is from Symbolism, life. Yeah. You had just been, think about that. You had just been focused mm-hmm. on clearing out areas in the garage mm-hmm. when Noah was away. Mm-hmm. And normally when it rains, he goes out and puts the cover over the Jeep. He was away and unable to take care of the vehicle. He was in another town mm-hmm. about two hours away. Mm-hmm. And so here it is that you're dealing with for several really weeks, mm-hmm. feeling the need to clean up the garage and, and, and you know, prep some space in it. Yeah. And then, pow comes along a time when he can't take care of the car and it has to be pulled in there and, and there's room for it because that, that's not a dream but it still has a revelatory prophetic kind of feel to it because you had been stirred to do those yeah. things and uh, right about the way. time that we are
our empty nesters. We'll probably get it completely cleaned out wherever Well, all the kids in. will take all their own stuff with them, too. That'll yeah, help a lot, yeah, you know. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff that's not ours in that garage. True, yeah, that's true. So, which is interesting. There's another thing about that speaks to us about yeah. our life and our walk yeah. is that we do provide a lot of service and support for others. Yeah. That's who we are. And our garage, Shows place it. where ministry would settle or rest or be stored or protected shows that yeah yeah that's yeah, true yeah yeah so what do you think what else a roof a roof that's a cool thing a roof you know has to do with covering it's what provides the shelter or the covering or it's the, the ceiling if you talk about ceiling versus roof mm-hmm. there a lot of people will use those words interchangeably but they're actually two different things the right. ceiling is the uh Kind of your uh, limit in a way, right? Yeah, you, it, it's the the, the interior mm-hmm. top. You know what's up above your head and inside the house. Then you've got the attic mm-hmm. and then the roof, and so the roof's more of a covering, but a ceiling is more of this is as far as you can go. You mm-hmm. can't rise above this uh, unless unless somebody's made access mm-hmm. into the attic. I mean, look, you and could then, have a dream with a cut hole. You could have a dream that you just floated right through the ceiling. Right through the ceiling. Nothing <laughs> kept you from floating through the wall. And what about the idea that my ceiling, I'm in the room with my ceiling, but my son's up above me working in the attic. Now my ceiling is his floor. Yeah. Would we talk about that, about desiring to see those around us uh, spiritual yeah. children, natural children, instead of younger generation, be able to excel and exceed what we've had. That's right. Yeah. Go beyond what we can. So there's have. metaphor there, but there's also natural. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, there's there's colloquial type metaphor there, uh, and wordplay type metaphor there. But there's also just a natural process of the way yeah. things work. And in case we haven't mentioned it lately, in the last couple of episodes, I know we haven't. One of the things you look at when you're looking at how to decide what a symbol means and how to hear the Spirit of God, you know, sort of stir in you what a symbol means is that you ask yourself some questions. What's the characteristic, quality, nature? You know, what's the attribute of this symbol that stands out to me? Mm -hmm. What aspect of the symbol is standing out? And why? Why does that stand out? Yeah. And many times that is the starting point for the Spirit of God to be able to say, this is what the symbol mm-hmm. means. That's right. So it's almost like we work our way through symbols to, to try and figure out what they mean, but we don't want to settle on just something we decided on. We want to discern yeah. uh, the Spirit of God um, placing an emphasis on one of the steps we work through in mm-hmm. figuring out when he does we stop there and say that's it well, you know i had that dream last week that we had talked about uh that we i think he called it a hairy dream or yeah. something like that um i still don't know the fullness of that dream but i i kind of have like it's it's i start to say it's on the basketball court it's just i don't know where it is on the court you know i mean mm-hmm. I, I don't know why i use that metaphor but know. um you know, I don't know if it's down on the opponent's end, down on, you know, my end. Yeah, I don't know where it is, but I know kind of the vicinity. You know, I know the generality of it. But I, uh, and what I do is, because that dream was so prevalent and just very strong for me, uh, when I have conversations with people, 
um, like I was having a conversation with someone last night. And as they were speaking, I was praying, and that dream came to my mind. And so I was thinking, does what they are saying have something to do with that? But I'm also cautious because I don't want to just listen to what other people are saying and say, oh, that sounds good and feels good to me. Yeah. You know, I want it to be the right thing of what I'm hearing and understanding. So, um, well, but, but if, if you look at that, and it doesn't matter whether it's the metaphors in nature, the metaphors mm-hmm. in the body, the hair, like Correct. we talked about last week, yeah. the metaphors associated with a building or furniture in the building. When we look at those things, we, our real goal is to find the right meaning mm-hmm. in the right moment in the right context so that the dream has purpose for us and it's not just an event that took place. I mean, so that it's accomplishing what our Creator God has given it to us for. You right. Know, it's not just for nothing, I don't think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's good. I think it's great. It, you know, it's a great process that we mm-hmm. walk through. So, it really is. So, I got one more building part i wanted I to got ask plenty. you about. i was waiting on you to say what else okay well well i'm see mine is i love this one because i know what this means it's just but it's such it's such a neat process with it what's a hallway it's something that leads to somewhere else yes yeah, transition yeah. typically speaking mm-hmm. why because this room has no purpose whatsoever mm-hmm. except to help me get to another room yeah and I love that because that's a cool aspect of it. One thing else. leads to Maybe something changing. else. I start in one place, mm-hmm. but I pass through a place mm-hmm. where I may not have my bearings. Yeah. It's not a living room. Right. It's not a dining room. It's not a kitchen. Right. It's not a bedroom. It's not a playroom. It's not a study room. It's not an office. It's a hallway. Yeah. Its only purpose is to, to get me from one place to another, that's to right. connect things. What about uh, um, windows? Windows, I love, I love windows. Windows allow you to see. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have any windows in the house, you couldn't see what was going on. So windows, a lot of times, windows relate to vision. That's right. What if you're building a house and the windows go up, but there's no walls, no floor, no foundation has been poured. The windows are just floating in the air, and they build the house around the windows. Why don't you tell me what that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I, you're Well, going I think that. that one was cool because... Things happen in dreams that can't happen in real life. Mm-hmm. We, when we're in a dream, we're not bound by the rules mm-hmm. that we have in the natural world. And mm-hmm. so a, a, a house can begin to be built mm-hmm. when this first. In a dream, it wouldn't work in, uh, you know, Josh and Michelle are building a house a couple of uh, yeah, you just, behind us. You couldn't just start by hanging the windows there, right? <laughs> but that says as you build your house. In other words, as your life is progressing, be sure and work from a place of vision first. Absolutely. That you it know. would take priority. It's the first that thing takes you know, priority. in that mm-hmm. in however you are moving in your life, moving forward or whatever. Yep. You know, yep. so. Well, and, and you know, and I guess we should say too, because I'm thinking about Josh and Michelle's house being built in the Plumbing and electrical went in in the mm-hmm. foundation, and they just poured their foundation today, mm-hmm. and saw so, yesterday or something. And mm-hmm. so, <clears throat> I guess we could say too, another part of a house that lots of people have dreams about is bathrooms. I, I was going to say, let that be the last thing that we uh, wrap yeah. up with. You yeah. know, so yeah. yeah, bathrooms are really interesting. I I have dreams about. Uh, uh, well, not just the bathroom itself, but what takes place in the bathroom. 
you know, yeah. bodily functions or yeah. brushing your teeth or um, taking, taking a shower. shower. <laughs> uh, even watch, okay, I've heard many dreams where people say, I, w- I went into the bathroom, but there was pl- uh, nastiness, sewage coming up, you know, so it's not yeah. always about us getting cleaned up necessarily, but something else is going on. So let's talk about bathrooms. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a place of cleansing. That's, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's what happens most often in the bathroom. Whether it's cleansing our body, the toxins coming out of, out of our body, yeah. or whether it's cleaning our skin or brushing our teeth, the things that take place in the bathroom most often relate to cleaning up. It's a good cleansing. thing. I have so yeah. many people say, there's this weird part of my dream where I'm sitting on the you know, the toilet, and I'm, you know, I'm doing what I don't want to talk about, you know. And that's about the way people it talk is, to us about it. Just go said I was on the toilet pooping. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's okay. Yes. It doesn't, I hear a lot worse than that from people <laughs> right, out yeah, there, yeah. so trust me. Yeah. So, um, that's not a bad thing. That's like, okay. And then I've had dreams. <laughs> Do you remember this one dream where I'm sitting on the toilet going to the bathroom? Doing what I don't want to talk about doing. <laughs> and there's another toilet right beside me, and my mother's on it. And she's doing the same thing. And it was such a weird dream, yeah. you know. But I haven't forgotten it, you know, because it made an impact no, on me. No, and it spoke to something generational in your life that the family line needed yes. to clean up, yes. needed to be purged yes. from. Probably and still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be, yep. So. Yeah. But, I mean, you think about it, and that bathroom, a lot of things people get really concerned when the bathroom dream takes place in public that just means you're transparent you're vulnerable and people are people seeing, see the process you're going yeah, through it's not anything that's in yeah. secret or hidden from people i mean yeah. we would love to get cleaned up in in private wouldn't we yeah, i mean we would nice. love for people not to see us go through hard times sometimes but mm-hmm. uh sometimes that's just the way it's meant to be and sometimes yeah. that's helpful when, when we may be having a difficult time getting cleaned up for whatever it is, it could just be we're going through a trial or uh, we're getting rid of something in our life that's not uh, health, healthy for us or something. And for other people to see that, they can come alongside us and maybe help us and walk beside yeah. us. Well, I, I remember I was doing an online dream seminar one time, and one of the ladies came on and shared that she had had this dream, and her sister was in the basement. And there was no toilet in the basement, uh, but that she got went down in the basement, and that basically poop was flying everywhere. The yeah. sewage that was there was backed up; it was nasty, everything. Mm-hmm. And she had to go in the basement to clean it all up. Yeah. But it was her sister who had created the mess, the mess. Yeah. and that just speaks of coming alongside someone, being willing to endure what is, you know terribly difficult right to help somebody else get free and mm-hmm. get clean yeah and that's that's yeah. a beautiful picture in that dream i had a dream that someone in my family recently was out in the middle of just like an open field going to the bathroom you know doing a big job i'm mm-hmm. just gonna call it a big job and i was thinking this is not a good place for this to happen and then some another family member came along and put a little pup tent a little pop-up pup yeah. tent on to cover to them to cover them to protect them i just yeah. thought what a, i mean you you know you don't make these things up yeah. you know they just it's, you, it's not something you you would even think of probably yeah. yeah and it was such a beautiful thing 
Everybody else would think it was weird, but. Well, it is weird. I mean, let's just be honest. It is weird. It's weird when you dream it. But that doesn't mean it doesn't have meaning. Those kind of things do have meaning. Mm -hmm. And if we're willing to get past the weird and just examine it, we can learn a lot from what of what the Spirit of God is saying to us in those dreams. That's right. That's pretty cool. It is. It is. And with that, we did wrap up with bathrooms because we are out of time yeah, so awesome. so let me just remind you if you're watching us or if you're listening to us online please like share subscribe and comment that really helps us in lots of ways it both helps us know you're there and this has value but it also helps us in the way this comes up in your news feed and is suggested videos and things like that the more subscribers there are, the more likes there are, the more of those type things that show up. It really helps to get the word out about the podcast. So we really appreciate it when yeah. you do take those steps to like, share, and subscribe. And with that, I suppose we should say what we always do, that we'll see you next time. Until then, keep dreaming. Keep dreaming.